Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey everybody and happy new year from Marriage Therapy Radio. I'm Zach. I'm here with Laura. You know, in this episode, we're going to talk about the new year principles and practices that you can try out if you just want a fresh start in your relationship. I'm not a huge fan of resolutions, but I am a fan of identifying and pursuing values, which is the conversation we're going to have. But first, I want to talk about Betty White. Over the last few years, we've felt sad or stressed out or scared. More than a few times, I've thought to myself, at least we still have Betty White. She's just a cool lady. Uh, but then on December 31st, 2021, she passed away. And I thought about that and I decided in my brain that she chose New Year's Eve of 2021 because maybe we won't need her in 2022. So I want to say, um, rest in peace, Betty White. God bless you. Thank you for being a friend. Uh, and for now, this is a very cool conversation. Stick around. How was your Christmas? Uh, Christmas was depressing. I'll be really, really honest. Like this. Oh, that's no good. Yeah, the, I've been like kind of checked out, and I'm sure you noticed because I just like uh, haven't been very like communicative. I know, I know. Crazy. Uh, actually, I mean, it's interesting. I've been kind of talking to folks um, recently, and it's um, it's like. <laughs> I'm teaching my clients how to have grace in the season that they're in at the moment. Mm, and okay. I think the reason why I've been talking to so many couples about it is because it's a lesson that I need to learn of having grace of the season that I'm in and the season okay. that I have been in and why Christmas was a tough Christmas um, was that uh, my, I don't know if I shared like too many details about this, but like we moved to bend two years ago to be closer to my husband's parents and yep. because dad at the time was in year five of Alzheimer's and it was just, we wanted to be here to support them and to be closer to them, not just like for my father-in-law who has Alzheimer's, but for my mother-in-law who just needed a break and, and just needed some support. Um, and anyway, so over Thanksgiving, we put him into a memory care facility to ensure his safety and to get him more stimulation than we were able to provide. Um, and 
anyway, it was just a really tough Christmas. He's not taking well. He's, he's mm. falling a lot. Um, so that's really tough because I don't know if you know about like falls when you're older, but oftentimes if you have a fall, you break a hip. If you break a hip, you die. And yeah. uh, he's had like four falls since he's been in this uh, place for, I don't know, three weeks, a month. And yeah. it's just been constant trying to find something that is helpful. So it's been quite depressing, um, kind of sad. And that's, that's where my Christmas is at. And then we weren't able to come to Washington as my, okay. my family members because of the big dump of snow. So thanks for asking. I'm, I'm in a season. Wait, you did come to Washington or you didn't? We did not. No, no, it dumped. Oh, uh, gotcha. And we just didn't want to be on the road with all of you horrible Washington drivers. Yeah. Right on. <laughs> How was your Christmas? Yeah, I get it. What'd you do? It was amazing. It was so good. Was Thank it? you so much for asking. No, not, I mean, it was not especially, it was fine. Well, you had your I mean, girls. Was, yeah. We had our family there. Like I said, uh, our lar- sort of the larger part of our family was traveling. So it was just uh, really small and quiet, but we just kind of hung out and played games and I got this, uh, <gasps> I got one of those, um, by the way, I have to tell you about some new games that we've, we're really big into games too. And I wanted to, Okay. Share with you the yeah. games, but go on. Let's do it. Yeah. I, I, I got one of those um, Oculus virtual reality yeah. things, yeah. you know? <laughs> oh, and, yeah? Um, For Christmas? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Um, well, we just, I mean, we just started like kind of figuring it out, me and Mary. But there's this game. It's called um, I Expect You to Die. Okay. And I want to tell you about it because I actually think it's helping me become a better therapist. Uh, okay. You're going to yeah, have to like, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Let's but did you want to tell, you should tell stuff. me about your games. You should tell me about your games okay. first. So, um, Holden picked out a game that he got for Christmas, uh, called like, I think Quirkle and it's, uh, yeah, I know that you game. know, Quirkle. So that's yeah. been fun. The scoring part I'm horrible at because it's sort of like Scrabble scoring and I don't get it. Mm-hmm. And I just mm-hmm. let Ryan score for me, but basically okay. I lose every time Holden, Holden and Ryan beat me. It's the one with the blocks and the shapes yes. and the colors. Yeah. 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 Um, so the second game that I have been loving because we started doing Sunday game night with our friends. So we'll invite like a couple okay. couples over is it's okay. basically like telephone and Pictionary in one. Have you seen this game? Uh, I think oh, maybe. Man, it is hilarious and it's kind of inappropriate. So it's almost like you have cards oh, okay. against humanity. Oh, wait, I do know this game. Uh, you draw things and you pass it around. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you read a okay. card and it has, uh, you know, like a, uh, yeah. you know, like a, something that you're supposed to draw, right? So uh, I'm yeah. supposed to draw uh, blank. Anyway, I'm supposed to draw it. Yeah. So I draw it. I got you. The person next to me just looks at the drawing and then on the next page, they write what it is and then they what pass it to the third person. The third person reads the the thing and then has to draw it. So it goes through like six to eight people. And then by the end, you're looking at a picture and you're like, how did you get here? How did you, how, how did this happen? But okay, it's question. very fun. Is it, is it inappropriate because you guys bought the inappropriate version of that game or is it inappropriate because your minds are in the gutter? Uh, no, I'm, I th- I mean, I didn't, I didn't buy it, but I'm sure my friends bought the inappropriate version. If there is. Yeah, there's one, there's two versions of that game. One is like umbrella. Oh, one's and the clean other one is like, and the other one's dirty. The other one's like dildos, yeah. you know? So, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, there's two different versions. We have the inappropriate version because these are our adult friends and that's how they work. Got it. Yeah. Um, Got it. All right. Got it. So that's okay. Can you please um, connect the dots on how Oculus has made you a better therapist? Okay. Well, listen, uh, today what I want to talk about, because it's today, Mm -hmm. this is our first episode of 2022. Okay. And 
there's a couple of things that I want to get better at. And one of them is something we've said several, several times, and it's this idea of what's at the top of the sound relationship house, this idea of creating shared meaning and uh, making life dreams come true and okay. sort of the Gottman model. Mm-hmm. I just don't know how to operationalize that too, too much, but I've been thinking about it quite a bit. And I want to offer that to us as a conversation today, just to cut people kind of maybe start this year off on a, on the right foot. I'm not a huge, like new year's resolution people person. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I kind of am. Do you remember, did I tell you this story about how in 2011 I had two resolutions and they were like legendary? And one was I sent 211 postcards to 211 different people on 211 different days. Yeah. That was kind of fun. Yeah. But then the other thing I did is I was swimming a lot at that time Uh and I, and I was really bad at flip turns. So I did 2011 flip turns during the year and I counted every single one. Oh, I, I just got, got the 211. It didn't make sense the first time you said yeah. it, but now I get it. Yeah. Okay. All right. No, no, no. Yeah. 2011. And then I did 2011 flip turns, flip which turn. I counted every single one at the end of every single workout. And, um, I got there like at the beginning of August or September. Anyway, so I do come up with quirky resolutions mm-hmm. and I think that they're fun, but I think I'm, a, I'm fundamentally opposed to resolutions that are like, I'm turning my whole life around right now. Right. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Because, On this day, again, I declare. Yeah. Cause then you, you know, oftentimes you'll just sort of somehow miss, miss the mark or you drop the ball and uh, now you feel terrible. By the way, how's your uh, 75 hard going? Uh, yeah, I did it for <laughs> one day and then I realized that <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> I actually had a client. He was like, yeah, so what's this whole 75 and hard? Because he listens to the podcast. And I was like, yeah, yeah. thanks for bringing that up. Uh, it's a total failure. Yeah. It's really hard. Yeah. I didn't understand that you can't finish the 75 and hard if you if you miss one thing. Why are you adding the and on there? 75 why, why? It's just and hard? Because it's 75, no, 75 and, hard. It's, and it's hard. No, it's just 75 hard. <laughs> hey, no. here's the resolution that I did last year that I set is I wanted to read more books. Do you remember coming in my office? Do you remember my book list that was up on the wall for my son? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That you checked off like two, two of things. Them? Yeah. Well, it's the book list is intended <laughs> until he leaves the home till, till until he's 18 years old. Uh, I, yeah. Okay. It's like, okay. anywho, uh, but we've gone through a lot of Harry Potter this year. So that's solid. But my resolution yeah. was I wanted to read more professional development books. Like when couples come to me and they say, Oh, we read this really great book called blah, 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 like mm-hmm. the new rules of marriage mm-hmm. by Terry real. And I'm like, really? That's interesting. Yep. So I started a book club last year and I've been doing it consistently this entire year. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that is a resolution I, that you I you started one did. as a, as a thing that you were hosting. I, yeah, I'm still hosting. I'm hosting it with other clinicians Yeah, and we have a book. That yeah. You're like the boss of the book club. I'm still- I actually last night joined a book club, <gasps> um, uh, like an app that I, that I'm, they're going to mail me one book a month. And I, I have that same goal. Like I've been doing so much, um, crossword puzzles and chess on my phone. Okay. That it's like just how I, it's how I vacuum time out of my life. Uh-huh. But I'm like, I think I want to get back to like reading books. Yeah. So I have a, str- I have a big reading books uh, goal for uh, 2022, just, just, just so I can have a book in my hand uh-huh. or have a book in my, on my bedside and just not be, I, mean, I, I don't, I don't really mind the phone part of it because like, I'm not like scrolling Instagram or something or just going right. mindfulness. Like, I am doing like thoughtful things on my phone, mm-hmm. but I just want to have like a book in my hands and not a device. What types of books you know? are you like reading? 
Are these fictional? So I joined two book clubs. Um, <laughs> one is the Joseph Campbell book club. And Joseph Campbell is the guy who kind of created the hero's journey. And it's he's fascinating to me. And he's sort of central to all of the thinking I'm doing about my own book that I want to write uh-huh. in 2022. Okay. So I've joined that as kind of a discussion group around curated books that um, that they are sort of reading together. They're not his books, but they're books that are sort of highlighted by that whole universe. Okay. And then I joined a second one, which is more around just like creativity and art. Like I just, I think that's another part of my personality I need to unlock is not necessarily like I am creative. I'm naturally creative, but I'm not as playful as I'd like to be. So there's something about leaning into creativity and art that I am prioritizing Mm. for sort of this next next season Sweet. i wouldn't call it a resolution but i would say it's a value set that i'm i want to lead into yeah um i've been working so much like i've been working so much like too much did you already because i'm guessing you're not gonna have any clients today or tomorrow did you already I have my run last your two numbers? clients of the year i have the last two clients of the year today oh today and then after yeah. that you're probably going to do your P L. i'm yes. guessing and it's yeah. going to be done by New Year's. That's just what I know about you is that you're going to send me a thing. You're yeah, like, look at probably. how much money I It'll made be done. In it'll actually be done before tomorrow afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yours, so. you're in, you are a very interesting character. Okay. Yeah. Tell me about how Oculus is making you a okay. better therapist. Okay. Okay. Well, first of all, let's, let's try and stay close to um, the theme. The New Year's theme, because there are very specific things I want to invite our couples to think about. But here's one of them. So there's this game. It's called I Expect You to Die. Mm-hmm. And basically, it's a, it's a game of sort of escape rooms. So the first, the, the first uh, let's see, the one I'm in now, it's like a submarine. So you're in a little submarine and trying to get out of the submarine. And there's all kinds of things that are making that hard. There's grenades in there. There's, uh, you know, toxic gas. There's, you know fire you might run out of oxygen there's all kinds of ways the game is just sort of it's just kind of always killing you Uh um but i'm having this experience i played it the other night two things happened to me i played it the other night for like 45 minutes and i could not get out of the submarine but um i was aware of a thing that was happening to my brain which was every time you fail you get a new piece of information about sort of why you fail interesting right like Oh, this grenade blew up. And the reason it blew up blew up is because you picked up the one that had no pin in it. Mm-hmm. And so to me, what, what I've learned about the game is there's a pin somewhere in this submarine that you need to put into this grenade so that you can let go of it so that it doesn't explode and blow mm-hmm. you up. Right. And I think um, what I've, I've, I've been talking about this with clients all this week, because I think processing argument or processing trauma or right. processing uh, conflict mm-hmm. is kind of like that. I right? was like, just making there's that connection. Value. Yes. There's value in it. If you go, Oh, I died. Right. This conflict was painful or yeah. this was hard, but I got a new piece of information that I didn't have, which uh-huh. means, you know, in this game, what you do is you sort of start over and you're like back to the beginning. You're right. sort of, you know, here I am back in this submarine. I got to do all this stuff again. But mm-hmm. when I get to the grenade, I can go, Oh, but now I can change my behavior. I can change my pattern. Yeah. And again, I, you know, I did this, I was I played maybe 45 minutes and I must have died 15 or 20 times, but there was value for me in like kind of learning mm-hmm. through failure, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And so I think I've been, I'm, so I've been using this example a lot with couples just to kind of go, what if the point of conflict was learning totally. through failure? Totally. 
you know? Yeah. The other thing that I experienced too, which is new to me and to my brain is I definitely had the experience of wanting to grab, I'm putting my hands up on my face to grab this Oculus machine, Mm -hmm. which is like a big visor on your brain and just take it and throw it against the wall. Like I definitely had the experience of being like, ah, and I wanted to break it because that's what happens when you get flooded, right? Uh You get flooded and you go, you go full. I'm going to destroy, I'm going to destroy this, whatever this is, this relationship, this person, this conversation, this piece of technology. Yes. And I had this like experience of kind of going, I think I'm done. I think I'm good for now. I don't think I need to submit myself to dying one more time mm-hmm. being frustrated because mm-hmm. I was tired. It was 1130 at night at this point. And I was just sort of like, I could keep doing this and maybe slam this thing against the wall or I could go, nah, I think I'm good. Yeah. Let's just go to bed. We'll see if tomorrow I need to like worry about this. Yeah. Or oh, yeah, actually, actually, you know, tomorrow comes around, I get up, I go to work. Maybe I talk about it with clients. Maybe I don't, but I'm definitely thinking about the submarine. And I'm like, I think, I think I remember this other piece that's going to help me through this Right now, Which you wouldn't have been able to tap into in that state of being flooded the night before. If I was flooded, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. So that is my um, that's my sort of analysis around or thinking around. Um, so I uh, I expect you to die. Okay. Right? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So yeah, it's been kind of fun to, to add that to my portfolio. Hmm. You know that Zach and I are huge fans of getting support, and that is why we have partnered with BetterHelp to put you in contact with licensed professional counselors in your area. Tap into the world's largest network of licensed, accredited, and experienced counselors who can help you with a range of issues, including depression, anxiety, trauma, grief, relationships, and more. With BetterHelp's counselors, you get the same professionalism and quality that you would expect from an in-office counselor. With the ability to communicate when and how you want, whether it be messaging through the phone or video conferencing. The matching process is quick, but thorough. Look, I know that a lot of therapists are booked out and difficult to get into, but don't let that stop you from getting the support that you need. The cost is less than half of what Zach and I charge, which is kind of unheard of. And when you register with BetterHelp, you are supporting Marriage Therapy Radio. Go to trybetterhelp.com/mtr. So it's trybetterhelp.com forward slash MTR to register with BetterHelp. T-R-Y-B-E-T-T-E-R, help, H-E-L-P.com forward slash MTR. And you receive a special discount as a Marriage Therapy Radio listener. I had a, I had the unique, I'm trying to remember why I was flooded. I've been flooded a lot lately. Um, I think it's just the holidays. Oh, gosh, the holidays. This was yeah, a, this a hard one. This is a really intense time. It It is, yeah. but it's not normal. Add the me. snowstorm here in the Pacific Northwest. Right. Add Omicron or whatever. Yeah. Add, you know, aging parents. Yeah. Add, you know, 
whatever. But so it, yeah, it's, it's not been, normally. That's the hard part is like the holidays. Um, I have never really been able to connect with. Um, and I know that this, that this is the experience a lot of people have of the holidays are hard. And this is when I numb out. This is the need I have is to numb out and to disconnect. And it's, it's tough. I have not ever really had that experience. And then this was a tough holiday season for me. Mm-hmm. And, um, Anyway, I found myself emotionally flooded and I was, it was actually nice, I have to say, for a moment to be able to feel that moment of, and I was all by myself, I think. I don't remember what it was related to, but I was, it was definitely kid related. I was really frustrated with Holden. Okay. And, you know, he's in his car seat behind me and I have the music on and I just had that moment of, Whoa, if I emotionally flooded often with my partner, I can just about guarantee that there would be moments. I have a desire to fight. That is like, I feel this need to like punch, to like throw, to do these things. It's never happened in my relationship because I just don't emotionally flood with Ryan for whatever reason. I flood Mm -hmm. for other reasons, but Mm -hmm. I, I scared myself for a second where I was like, you know, it'd feel really good right now. Like when you were saying like throw the Oculus off my face and throw it against the wall, what would feel really good right now is like punching something really, really hard. And sure. Uh, I think what was really helpful was that I was emotionally flooded, not with my partner. I was by myself. I mean, I, I was in the car, not driving. I don't even, I think I was in the parking lot. That's what it was. I was in the parking lot of Trader Joe's <laughs> parked and I was having an emotional moment. Um, but yeah, I think for me, it was really helpful to actually tap into that feeling of feeling flooded because it had been so long and, um, I don't know how to describe it. I think I was just grateful. It's interesting the way I was thinking of how it's, I'm grateful to know that you were flooded or grateful to know that you're flooded. And then also to be able to make a choice not to like punch. I think I was, I was grateful that I had the experience of feeling it because sometimes you get so detached from feeling that feeling, um, that it's like a nice reminder that you're alive for whatever reason. Right. Um, and, I also, it's like the inverse, like, wow, this is really new. I don't ever flood. That's crazy. And it immediately made me grateful that I don't flood, that this is something, an experience that is so infrequent. Um, And also the idea of like learning, what can I learn from this situation? Kind of Mm -hmm. like conflict. Okay. I think it's helpful to go back and process conflict because I think that there's a lesson in every hardship that we go through. What is it that we learn so we can get better at conflict in the future? It was a really crappy situation. Yeah. I mean, again, that's how I feel about this video game. It's kind of why sometimes I'll use the metaphor of how football teams use film study. Yeah. Like we got we just got beat real bad. Like, let's look at the film yeah. and see what went, went wrong so we can correct it and do it. And there's, but I think there's a measure of like, um, you know, awareness and humility and grace that you need to have to kind of, to kind of, kind of do that. This maybe brings me into a little bit of like a, like a mantra I've been hitting and maybe it's, your, maybe it can be you dear listener, your mantra for 2022. But I found that um, I have a very strong bias in my practice, as I think I've said to you many, many times that you have to kind of have to earn the right to do conflict. Yes. And the way that I think about that is, or started to think about this is it goes like this first step in, in earning the right to do conflict is taking care of your stuff. Mm-hmm. Me, owning I'm it. taking care of me. Yeah. I am owning my stuff. I'm uh, soothing when I am flooded. 
I am aware of my whatever. So it's me, right? Mm -hmm. Number two is we. So we are taking care of our stuff. There's always, always, always something you both want. And it might be just a good night's sleep, (laughs) right? Like you might just both need a good night's sleep. And then you wake up and you find out tomorrow is not a big deal. Here's what I've been saying to clients. I've been saying, okay, cool. We have the first two steps around, right? It's me. Mm -hmm. Then it's we. Mm -hmm. Then it's long pause. Then it's you. Okay. What's the long pause? It's, it's, it's belaying the impulse to jump straight to, I've taken care of my stuff. I know what we both want. Now I need to talk to you about you. It's, I'm really working on my stuff. I, uh, we are in this together. Mm -hmm. We want the same Mm -hmm. thing. And now I'm going to wait. I'm going to put a long pause until I say, Hey, you are really bothering me. Got it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like, me, we long pause. Then you've earned you. it. Then you've earned you. you. Know? Mm-hmm. And I think what you do in that long pause is really critical, right? Do you, and maybe again, this is where like the New Year's thing is really critical. Because I think in terms of getting better at the top of the sound relationship house, it really needs to be about what are what values do we hold here? And so for me, like New Year's is less about the re- resolution of the behavior you're going to do right. than sort of the value you're going to chase. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to chase creativity and art mm-hmm. um, or I'm going to chase, um, you know, paper, paper book. Right. Yeah. Just have it, you know, whatever. And but and then that can direct the rest of it. So some people are chasing adventure. Maybe they're chasing wealth. Maybe they're chasing knowledge. Maybe they're chasing health. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're chasing, you know, you know, fun. Mm-hmm. That then can be it's almost like like what's your word for the year. Right. You know, yeah. but what are our values that we hold so that when we get into it, we can kind of go, hold on, what are we chasing right now? Yeah, Maybe it's just a good night's sleep. I do you know? that with Again. couples where, <clears throat> um, and this kind of goes back to the idea of like talking and being aware of the season in life that you're in of what are the things that you are willingly and able to lay down and say, that's not the value that I'm chasing right now. It's maybe something that I value, but it's not something that I'm able to give time and attention to. Um, you know, like I've got clients that are in the middle of work and also being students and also raising children and also trying to do all these things. Mm -hmm. And it's, and it's like, yes, I I understand that you value your physical health and being in the best shape of your life. But is that also the thing that you should be focused on right now? Cause it doesn't sound like that's the season of life that you're in, that you're able to give that time and attention. Um, And so having them sort of, if I've been with clients long enough, I'm like, let's look at where we were a year ago when we first started working Mm. together and what your focus was as a couple where you needed to chase that value down and that needed to be your top three. And then we look at 10 different values and it's like, what, what are you able to then say that doesn't need my time and attention anymore? I can put that one on the back burner and now I'm chasing this other thing. And that's just been sometimes really helpful for reprioritizing people and also giving yourself the grace. This has been my theme giving myself the grace to be able to say that's that can't be on, you know, your forefront right now. And it's okay. Like Laura, you may not be a really good friend to people for the next three months because you're pretty, you're taking care of home right now. You're taking care of family. And Mm -hmm. so you might not be a good friend. You're not going to be the person that accepts every invitation that comes your way. And you're not going to be going out to dinner with people because it's time to focus on family. And I think that prioritizing that and verbalizing it and giving yourself grace has been very helpful for me. Well, and I think the thing too, like um, people get into these 
arguments and sometimes not arguments, but they get into these sort of tension spaces and sometimes they're talking about all good things. Yes. Well, I want to be a good friend. Well, but I also want to be helpful. Mm-hmm. But I also want to be, um, I think, I, I think I was trying to say the word healthy, <laughs> but I want to be healthy. <laughs> you know, I also want to be, um, you know, responsible, blah, blah, blah. and mm-hmm. all of those are good, but sometimes they're competing. Right. And so having some clarity about what it is that you're trying to do doesn't mean that being a good friend is bad. Right. Or not important. It just means it's not the thing that, that can get your best brain right now. So I have this exercise that I'll do with couples a lot, which is, um, there, there's a lot of ways to get to it. I happen to have a deck of cards that's all value based. And sometimes I'll have them play through the deck of cards mm. until they end up with four. Cool. These are our four values. And then I'd say, okay, well, let's rank them now. And you know, what they've done is they've, if, I think there's a hundred cards in there. So they've dropped 96 values. Right. Hard. You know, they're left with four. Yeah. Um, and then they go, okay, which let's rank them. Oh, these are both, no doubt. They're all important. In fact, they're all really important. But here we go. If you spent the next year going, this is our number one, this is our number two, this is our number three, this is our number four. Mm-hmm. That could be really cool. Maybe it saves you a lot of grief. But more to the point, or maybe more more sort of New Year's resolution-y is if you spent the next month, let's say again, you're, you're, you picked uh, creativity. Mm. You know, and so February 1st rolls around and you can go, hey, I, I did it. I did creativity. Look. Hmm. I painted a, I painted a thing or I did a thing and just so that you can say, yeah, there's evidence here. Okay. Not, not, um, proof. Yeah. Right. Proof is I'm going to be healthy. I'm going to ride my Peloton every single day for the next 365 days. And you're going to fall off one day or you're going to, you know, knee's going to hurt or whatever. And then now I've failed and I start to have all these questions about doubt and whatever. Um, but if there's just evidence that I am in fact living into my values, that's all, always encouraging mm-hmm. to be able to look back and go, look, look, look what I did. Mm-hmm. Even if your value was learning through conflict. Now you can sort of play, I expect you to die every single time you get into a <laughs> tension moment with your, with your partner. Oh, I love that. Remember how I told you this has just been circling around in my head. So I have to kind of say it out loud because I have no impulse control. But um, remember how I told you that Christmas is hard for me with gift giving because of the whole value sort of like, Hey, why don't we all exchange $25 gift certificates and call it good. Um, I have $30 bills. That's what I call it. Yeah. I think that I have figured out a way to do because Christmas was hard uh, because there was no gift giving um, between my husband and I, and I didn't like that. And so I I discovered a way that I'm going to do it. Are you ready? I think this is brilliant. Yeah. Tell me. I'm going to have a box that I'm going to hide somewhere in the house, like in my own personal closet. And it's going mm-hmm. to be Ryan's box. And when I see something throughout the year and, and I'm going to just buy it because I see it, I think of my husband, I think he's really going to like that. I would like to get that for him. I'm going to take it and put it in the box and it's going to collect over time. And then come Christmas time, I'm going to have all of these things that I naturally organically yeah, thought throughout the year I think my husband might really like this. I'm thinking of him right now. I'm going to give him to him. I think that that might nice. help me feel good about giving at a yeah, specific moment in time. I don't know. That sounds if, cool. If you listeners have like another solution, by the way, I will <laughs> tell you that um, the thing that did light me up this year with gift giving was not giving 
we sponsored a family and I like got the most joy from buying for strangers than I have ever gotten before. And I think that that might be my new, my new thing. But if anybody else has any suggestions of how to bring me joy with gift giving, I'm really sucking it up at it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, it doesn't have to be a behavior that you change. It could just be a value that you shift into, right? If you shift into generosity or creativity Mm -hmm. or, um, you know, proactivity, maybe that's just a thing that you can, and then gift giving is a, is a, is an outcome. Okay. Yeah. So what is the value that I'm finding? Cause the generosity is something that I really enjoy. That's a value that is one of my values. And the fact that generosity came, I was able to practice generosity with this family. Um, that felt good to me. So maybe, hmm. all right, this is cool. I'm liking this. Right on. Hey, should we land this so, plane? Yeah, we might as well. I mean, and I'll say Happy New Year. We have, uh, we're coming up on episode number 200. That's I pretty know. exciting. Um, got a couple of cool interviews lined up in the near Do future, we? which is always fun. Yep. And yeah, we're just kind of chipping away at this thing called life. I know we're that still, counts. and we're still doing it. We, we had the interview with the, the calls. Is that their last name? Call, yep. uh, yep. Steve and Lisa, Steve and, and Lisa. Yeah. Yep. That'll come out after this. Yeah. Um, and man, they asked us how long we had known each other a decade, how long we've been doing, uh, this marriage therapy radio thing. And you said four and a half years. That felt like a lot to me, but that might actually be true. Yeah. I think it's right. I think we started in 17. So we won. Yeah. Keep it up on four and a half years. Man. All right. Well, I've uh, clearly gotten very comfortable with you seeing how um, I got out of the shower and put yeah, a wet right shirt on. on and how you're looking at me with wet hair and no makeup. So that's cool. I wore my fancy hoodie for you today. Thank you. I traded hoodies. I went from one dirty hoodie to one clean hoodie. Right on. All right. All right. Listen, you uh, take care of you. Happy New Year to your family. And I'll talk to you soon. Oh, wait. I have a question for you. Where did you find the card deck? The values card um, deck? Yeah. Uh, I think it's called rivets and I got it in a date night in a box. Right. You told me about that a while ago and I have never been able to find it again. And when I have found it, it's been like $65. No, I'm not buying another one of those. Yeah. Um, but that stuff exists all over the place. In fact, I have a, um, I have a worksheet that I use. It's like a value worksheet. Yeah, me too. So they should email us if they want our stuff sure. and they can vote to see which one of us is better. Mine. It's definitely mine. Yeah. All right. uh, whatever. Well, but I think if you're inclined to do um, values-based sort of thinking about 2022, uh, let us know if we can help. And uh, in the meantime, uh, I expect you to die. No, I don't want to say that. <laughs> whatever. Well, sayonara. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy 2022. I am really curious. If you want to reach out, let us know. Um, Hit Zach up on the Instagram or Facebook. Let us know like, if there was a word or a value or maybe three values that you wanted to lean into in 2022. I would love to know what those are. I'm really curious what is uh, something that you're focusing on in this season of life. I'm going to be working on talking talking that up with my uh, family this week. That's something that we always enjoy doing over a good meal is talking about our 2022 plans. But until then, thank you for all of your time and your attention, making your relationship better today than it was yesterday. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. 
Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.